MP, it's our final event of the year. Oh, it's all a bit sad, Bretto, but after four big events for 2018, we are going out with a bang with one more wellness base camp, and the location for this one is regional Victoria, the great town of Bendigo awaits. Oh, and how's this for a lineup, MP? Bendigo will be rocking with the rock star of wellness, Damien Christoph. The art of self-love angel herself, Kim Morrison, hits the stage. As will the natural nutritionist, Steph Lowe. And I'll tell you what, Steph's presentation at the summit on fasting was a showstopper. You'll be there, Bretto. I'll be there too. And Wendy Stewart from Wendy's Way will be there to share her inspirational story, which really did go off at the Wellness Summit earlier this year. It's Saturday, October 27 at the beautiful All Seasons Resort Hotel in Bendigo and tickets are selling fast. Two for one tickets for this one day of inspiration, information and empowerment are available at thewellnessbasecamp.com. That's right, folks. Get your two-for-one tickets at thewellnessbasecamp.com before they run out and then the price goes up. Finish your year of wellness in style at The Wellness Base Camp in Bendigo, Saturday, October 27. Tickets at thewellnessbasecamp.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Sit back, light the fire, kick your shoes off, because it's time for That Paleo Show with your favourite caveman, Brett Hill. Welcome to That Paleo Show, making the paleo lifestyle easy and accessible for everyone. I'm Brett Hill. And I am George Bryant. Welcome, George. Great to have you on board, mate. We've got a great guest today. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. I, don't we always have great guests? We always have great guests, but I'm really excited about this one today because his name is Dr. Elson Haas, and he's an integrative family physician, which is good for me because my uh, future mother-in-law is an integrative family physician, and so I'm going to learn all the tricks and get in the good books for this interview today, which will be awesome. But uh, he has an awesome approach with his maxim, which is lifestyle first, natural therapies next, and drugs or surgery last, which I just love the sound of. He's talking about the integration of natural Eastern and Western medical approaches, which he calls new medicine, and restoring proper body physiology, supporting healthy cells and tissues in order to promote healing. And it just makes so much sense. He has a practice for more than 40 years in integrative, as an integrative physician, including these practices into his practice, which is the Preventative Medical Center of Marin Street in San Rafael, California, which is awesome. So he's been there since 1984. Um, he says the origin of the word doctor is docere, meaning to teach. And so he has written 11 different books and he's here today to share his absolute wisdom. So welcome to the show, Dr. Elson Haas. Hi there, everyone. How are you doing, guys? Uh, Great. Very good, thank you. We're very pleased to have you on board and looking forward to sharing your wisdom of 40 years of doing this. So I'm sure you've got so much <laughs> stuff to teach us and I can't wait to get into it. But before we get into you know, all of the stuff you've learned along the way, I'd love to know what made you decide to become a physician in the first place and particularly what made you decide to become an integrative nutrition, uh, an integrative physician, I should say. Well, like most things in life, there's an evolution that happens. I had an interest in, you know, in going to a doctor a couple times as a child and my mom reminded me when I was about 12 or 13, she said, you know, I went to, she took me to a dermatologist and he, he, he you know, he put some stuff on me and he was, uh, he, I said, he's got Wednesdays off too. 
And I said, I could be a doctor. Okay. So that was my first thing. And then when I got into, uh, I grew up in Detroit, uh, Michigan, and and uh, jumped out of undergrad school into medicine because I had good grades and they said we're trying this as program. So, you know, I was out, you know, in practice at 25 already and, you know, so I've, you know, been at it a long time. But um, I guess I just had this interest of connecting with people and helping people and, you know, and my career has always been, you know, as a people's doctor, really trying to bridge the the, the, the gap between how many doctors, you know, talk to patients when I was a student and, and a young doc, you know, they were just, you know, I'm into empowering people, you know, with their own uh, lifestyle. You know, I say your health starts with you, uh, how you look and feel is prim- primarily a result of how you live, you know. So after I became a doctor, I wasn't, you know, I was in my mid-20s, and I wasn't overly healthy. I had allergies all the time. You know, I was overweight. I, you know, was a little sluggish, you know, but I was, you know, athletic. You know, so, I, you know, I did a lot of physical activity. I played tennis all the time and all that. But I went, I said, you know, I just realized, I said, I've gone through 20 years of school. I've gone through medical school and internship. I don't really know much about health and healing. So that's what I embraced. I started studying about, you know, natural medicine. I did. A, I heard this guy, guy talk about juice cleansing. And I said I didn't learn any of that in medical school. So I, I decided to do a ten day juice cleanse called Master Cleanse of Lemonade Diet. I did that in 1975, and I dropped 20 pounds. My allergies cleared up on the third day. I woke up clear headed. I felt. Great. I said, wow, I could feel like this, you know, and I'm in my mid twenties and I, you know, I realized there was a difference in, you know, high level energy and vitality and function, you know, just getting through your day, you know, and that's one of the things we'll talk about too, is how most people try and get through their day. And I, so I started, you know, doing regular detox and, you know, a few days every month. Then I started teaching it. I started bringing it into practice. And I was studying Chinese medicine and, and herbs. And, you know, this is kind of before the health food stores and, the, you know, tens of thousands of natural products are out there. This is all just gathering stuff from the earth and making your own, your own stuff. So, uh, I, you know, I realized, so I said, this is, should be part of healthcare, And that's when I wrote my first book in the latter part of the 70s uh, called Staying Healthy with the Seasons, which is, you know, really based on natural and Eastern medicine and incorporating that, bringing that into you know, more of a Western medical model. And, you know, then I realized that detox was an important topic. I wrote one of the first books in the U.S. from a doctor's point of view on, you know, cleansing and detox and uh, you know, up to my latest book, and you know, and I've written a lot about nutrition, you know, because I think you know what we eat uh, really affects you know how we feel and the level of health or disease that we have. You know, being a, being a, I'll take a breath here in a second. Being a preventive medicine doctor, I told several patients that today already. You know, means how are you living now, and what, how will that affect you twenty years from now? That's real prevention. I mean, in Western medicine, we think of it as, you know, testing or colonoscopies or mammograms or things like that. But, you know, real prevention is how we live. And, you know, that's where I, I, I encourage all my patients and, you know, people who I speak to uh, to really begin. That is so amazing. And, 
you know, a lot of us have health journeys and my myself included, it took me 10 years to realize that inflammation was at the cause of basically every symptom, problem, disease, sickness, and anything that I ever have. And uh, I love your approach of like lifestyle and food first and all of those things. And so if there's people listening like at home or that are like in the beginning of their health journey or they're, let's say they're having some unwelcome symptoms or they're feeling sluggish or their adrenals are taxed or, you know, anything along those lines, what do you normally recommend for like identifying that or a first step for these people to step in the right direction towards, you know, your approach or living more of a holistic approach yeah. to all of this? Yeah, I, I, I almost always start with, what are you doing every day? Because if, if we believe that how we look and feel is primarily a result of how we live, then we have to look at every aspect of what we are choosing to eat. You know, I have my, on my website, uh, I have my five keys to staying healthy. You know, that's good nutrition, which is eat wholesome food, avoid junk and chemicals, regular exercise, good balance exercise, you know, cardio, stretching, weight work. You know, the third is getting proper sleep, which, you know, half of my country doesn't, you know, doesn't do well. Third is managing stress and learning how to both get along with people and not get along. A lot of people don't know how to, um, you know, I have a section in my Staying Healthy with New Medicine book called The Art and Practice of Peacefully Not Getting Along. So you learn how to, you know... You learn how to have disagreements with people without, you know, hating each other, without, you know, running away or without divorcing or separating. You know, and the fifth part of, of you know, my five keys to staying healthy is an attitude, is a healthy attitude. And a lot of that has to do with how we talk to ourselves and what I call our self-talk, you know, when we undermine ourselves, when we're, you know, when we undermine our health. And, you know, when I did my first cleanse and I realized that I could feel like this versus, you know, my kind of sluggish self before. I said, well, this is why I want to, this is how I want to feel. I have to treat my body with love. And once I decided that, I realized it mattered what I eat, you know, and all these other aspects that I mentioned. So, you know, to me, I think the place to start is for each person to look at what are they doing. And if they tune in deeply enough, you know, they'll get a sense of what might be undermining their health. And then you make a change. You know, I do a, a lot of uh, detox work. I do a lot of elimination diets, we call it. Everyone can say, okay, I'm going to take, you know, I've, I've named a, a syndrome here uh, called the stimulation sedation syndrome, wherein I see, because when I've lectured around the world, and, you know, mainly in the U.S., but, you know, other countries too, I realize that most people are managing their mood and energy with substances like caffeine, alcohol, sugar, cannabis, you know, over-the-counter medicines, prescription drugs. You know, they're, we're always trying to get that balance. And the most common symptoms that I see as a family doctor are fatigue and insomnia. People are not sleeping well, and then they don't have the energy, so they do more caffeine and sugar and stimulation. And so we get into this vicious cycle of kind of running ourselves down and you know i have an approach on my website that's called regain your natural energy and it's basically a guided you know a self-paced guided program you know a week or, or longer to help people connect with their own energy cycles again and to get take a break from the stimulants and sedatives 
And I think that's, you know, really a value. That's To me, that's the first place for people to start. And when they go through an elimination diet and they feel better, then you can say, okay, all right, now let me try these things again. Let me see if coffee bothers me or, you know, sugar or, or wheat or whatever it might be. It could be any one of, you know, 100 different things. So that's, to me, the place. And, although you know, when I do these groups uh, program because I'm doing online Zoom detoxes, now uh, – I see that people really get an improvement in their health. You know, they feel better. They drop some weight. Their digestion feels better. Their skin looks younger. Uh, their allergies clear up. Their aches and pains get better. You know, and that's really what I wrote a lot about in my book, The Detox Diet. And it really is a process that I think is very uh, beneficial for most people. So, Dr. Ars, I'd love to hear your thoughts on, on detoxing as a, as a modality. Obviously, you're a fan of it. Um, but, you know, you've spoken about exercise, sleep, stress, food, and attitude. You know, is it the case that if we were doing all of those things right, and let's face it, none of us do all of those things right, but if we were doing all of those things right, do you think it's the case that we wouldn't need to do these detoxes per se? Or do you think that these detoxes are a good idea kind of regardless of whatever else you're doing in your diet as well? Well, it really depends on the body. Just like you know, I, I, I have a you know thousand thousand plus page nutrition book that's used by schools over here. But I can you know I've spoken to graduating classes of nutrition certification programs and all that. You know, the simple idea is uh, you know eat wholesome foods, avoid your junk and chemicals. But the other message is that each person, the diet is an individual journey to figure out what works for me. You know, so popular diets are paleo, like you guys have been talking about. Uh, You know, vegetarianism is another. You know, keto diets are even a little bit more extreme. Um, But to me, I think I I want people to focus on eating more natural food. You know, focusing on vegetables as, to me, the primary food because it's, you know, you know, lower in calories, good in fiber, high in nutrients, uh, good proteins, and, you know, a little bit of fruit, you know, some grains. I try and get people, especially if they're trying to keep their body trim, you know, focused on vegetables and protein. So that's kind of my, you know, basic idea. You know, I've one of my quotes that's been used around in, in the U.S. anyways is, you know, detoxification is the missing link in Western nutrition. Most of us are eating, you know, multiple meals a day. We're eating, you know, a lot of treat foods, I call them, you know, chips and baked goods and sodas and, you know, burgers and fries and all that stuff, uh, you know, and they're not getting enough what I would call real food. And when I go into schools and talk to children and families, I said, learn the difference between real food and treats. And, you know, ideally, we're going to be eating 80 to 90 percent real foods and then we get a you know a few treats here and there. But, you know, I see people all the time and especially families and children who are eating, you know, 50 percent or more treat foods and, you know, not enough real wholesome foods. So to me, that's really the key. And, you know, we don't we're not trained, you know, early on. Now we are a bit more in these last couple, you know, 20 years or so. The idea that 
we need a break. We need our bodies need a bit of a vacation every so often from whatever we're doing. And the the idea I have in my detox diet book is, you know, the snacks uh, is another acronym of mine. S N A C C stands for sugar, nicotine, alcohol, caffeine, and chemicals. I want people to have a proper relationship with any of these substances, so we're not dependent on them for functioning, but we can enjoy them. You know, when it's appropriate, you know, so the healthy relationship to our food and to our substances is really the goal here. It's not that all these things are bad. We should never use them, you know, because, uh, you know, Foster's Beer Company wouldn't appreciate that that much, nor, <laughs> nor Starbucks over here, you know. Yeah, I'm in I'm in Southern California, so I, I get it. I'm oh, close. Yeah. yeah, I'm in Temecula. So I okay. think that that's amazing. Can you say that acronym one more time for snack? Snacks, S-N-A-C-C, sugar, nicotine, alcohol, caffeine, chemicals. Chemicals are medicines, you know, you know, detergents, you know, whatever we expose our body to, you know, in our, our in our environment. And, you know, for, for sometimes women, uh, the most the most concerning chemicals are all the p- products they put on their hair or coloring, you know. Totally, and, you know, like a lot of the makeup, skin care. All right. of those things, and then yeah. I think now, I think in today's day and age, in your in your last seeing chemical, we can even we can bump in Wi-Fi, EMFs, right, Bluetooth, all of those things. Where I don't think people really understand because there it hasn't been long enough around long enough to do the right. study, like the effects. That I remember, and and this is a little bit of a tangent, but I think it's applicable because I come from a disordered eating background. I was bulimic for 15 years. And so I've worked my whole life to have a healthy relationship with all of these things to not have to restrict, but to be able to choose. And I love that analogy. And so my whole thing has always been like looking at my lifestyle, looking at things that have affected me and things that I can do. And uh, having a son was pretty amazing. My son's almost two and my wife is really into health and, and all those things. And when he was a baby, he started sleeping through the night at about seven weeks. Um, and it was amazing. And then it lasted for about two weeks, but then it was really like intermittent. And in that time I had changed the actual Wi-Fi in the house. Like I'd got a stronger signal and everything else. And my wife's like, turn it off, turn it off. And like, I was always like, no, like I want the smart home, everything right. Bluetooth voice activated door, garage, everything. And I didn't tell my wife and sure enough, every night that I turned the Wi-Fi off, he slept through the night. And every night I turned it on, he woke up multiple times. And so now I turn the Wi-Fi off every single night, and all of us sleep better. It's it's yeah, just no, yeah, go on. No, no, go, no, go ahead. I mean, I like totally right, tangent. Well, that's the same thing. Same thing with me. I mean, I you know I, I haven't been a great sleeper for the last you know thirty years or so. When I got my TV and all electronic devices out of my bedroom. Uh, I got an organic mattress. I started sleeping much better. People don't realize that, you know, not everybody, you know, most, pe- most people aren't sensitive enough to be affected by the basic, you know, Wi-Fi, but many people are, and they don't realize it until, you know, they kind of take a break. And, and Wi-Fi is no different than, you know, smoking cigarettes or something like that. I mean, it's different in the sense of the effects it has on health. But, you know, it's still something that we just are exposed to. And when we when we get away from it, we can see if we feel better. So, yeah. one of you know, I work a lot with sleep issues with people. And, you know, that's in terms of sleep hygiene. You know, it's like reducing your electromagnetic exposure in an hour or two before bed. If you can turn your Wi-Fi off, it's a hassle for some people to do that. You do, right. but you know, at least your main router shouldn't be in your bedroom, for example. You totally. know, so 
the farther away you have it, the better. And yeah, I just I, think, I, yeah, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. I just think it's so important yeah. that when we think about this, and I mean, I'm sure you see this all the time, but we see it as like, I see so many people getting so heavily focused on like the food per se or the lifestyle, but only parts of it. And then they wonder why like they don't have results or they get frustrated. And I think that's why I love the lifestyle part of what you teach is because it's all encompassing, right? Like, from your sleep hygiene, like you said, to your morning routine, to your vitamin D exposure, to the electronics in your house, to you know how much daylight you have, how much time you stare at blue light. I think all of it matters a lot. So I just think it's right. awesome to presence that. Right. Yeah, it's, it's true. I mean, everything. I mean, our health is a is a compilation of you know may, may, maybe even hundreds of factors. You know, including our genetics and our upbringing and how our parents you know supported us or put us down or whatever it might be. I mean, that's what I, my staying healthy with new medicine book is about. All these different aspects of health and healing. You know, and what is you know what is really good health? I mean, a lot of people function okay. And one of the differences I have in my practice than a typical Western medicine doc is I work uh, on helping people move up the continuum. I call it the, the the health and energy, creativity, and you know great service in the world. Uh, you know, up to enlightenment versus how m- most doctors work, where you know they have a few symptoms and then you get you know chronic disease, and then you're on medicines, and you know you know you don't really get them back to your your good balance. So the level of health that many people accept is not at its potential. Let's just say that. Yeah, it's, it's scary, the level of health people accept and, and what they're willing to put down to just being normal or just being normal aging is, is always amazing. So uh, Dr. Huss, uh, you know, you mentioned before, we're talking about detoxes, about giving the body a rest. And, uh, and it seems at the moment that what is really popular in, in that sort of regard is doing fasting. Um, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on um, you know, doing a, a fast where you maybe just a water fast where you're not taking anything in versus doing like a juice cleanse that you're talking about. What are your thoughts on the sort of pros and cons of, of doing taking each of those options? Well, it takes the, the, you know, in my detox book, I have, you know, a couple pages of all the symptoms and problems that, you know, you can benefit from detox. I think, uh, first of all, go to the most extreme, water fasting is something that, you know, people need to really be monitored on. Uh, juice cleansing, most people can do it on their own, especially if they have a little bit extra weight, a little bit extra energy. People who shouldn't necessarily juice cleanse, are people who are very fatigued or have anemia, have low thyroid function, have advanced diseases like cancer, uh, you know, uh, pregnant women, nursing moms. You know, you have to be more cautious about things. You know, when you look at, you know, maybe one of the core ideas I have, in, you know, in, in a, cha- uh, a chart in my book uh, uh, is on the causes of disease. The causes of disease, uh, you know, even inflammation is a secondary it's you know it has to do with you know your lifestyle affects whether you're you're you have uh, your immune function as well and whether you have inflammation and all that the cell is in the center of to me the balance in the body and the cells need all the nutrients we get from good foods and they need to avoid the toxins so the simple idea of the detoxification goes down to the core regeneration of the healthy cells and the healthy body the health the healthy tissues and that's really to me where it begins so almost everybody if they 
just start eating more wholesome food and get rid of, you know, some of the stressors, that, you know, the chemicals and other toxins, you know, they start to heal. They start to, to feel better. And I can see this on a national level. I see this in my groups. I see this in individual patients, you know, and so many things, beginning high blood pressure, beginning diabetes, high cholesterol, early cardiovascular disease, all these things can improve. And that's one of the beauties of doing being an integrative practitioner is watching people start to reverse their beginning chronic diseases, whereas, you know, if they go to a typical Western doctor, they're just being treated for those. We treat from the outside in in Western medicine, and on a more natural approach, we treat from the inside out, and I think that's really crucial. I think that's such an important distinction right there. Like just, I mean, I'm, I'm in your country, so I see it, right? I think it's probably one of the biggest problems that we have is that, uh, in my opinion, everybody is treating for the symptoms to basically exacerbate the treatments and the prolong the things because that's how they make money. And what you do definitely is like, we have to treat from the inside out. Like we, our body's giving us signaling. It's, it's a signal for everything. And I think it's so important just to focus on that. So I love, 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 love your approach. I have a question about fasting. I actually, right before this call, I did a video on fasting (laughs) and a water fast seemed way too intense to me. Um, I was like, I get hangry with like six hours with no food. Like that's a little much for me. So I actually did a bone broth fast, which turned out to be like my most favorite thing ever. I did a like a three-day fast with bone broth, and uh, only tip of advice is don't drink as much bone broth as I did in the beginning because there are way too many minerals. But whenever I would get hunger cravings or um, things like that, or I felt like I needed some salt, I would have bone broth. And it was like one of the easiest things ever. I, I slept so much better. I had so much energy. And then now what I do is I basically intermittent fast every day. I do like a, a 16, you know, eight, 16, eight or so. Where yeah, I, yeah for 16 hours I eat for eight but what I do in the morning when I wake up is I have like a half like a cup of bone broth and then I end my fast with a cup of bone broth as well and so it's just been really beneficial for me and I think I like to try these things yeah the the juice cleansing I've been watching for as I said 40 43 years I've I've done at least a 10-day juice cleanse uh every year since you know 1975 so it feels what's your your favorite juice when you're cleansing like that well i kind of start off with master cleanse which is a spicy lemonade it clears out all the excess water in your body uh you you know you pee like crazy uh you're not so hungry lots of energy on it but i also mix in some green juices and you know i do separate you know i might do that Uh, i mean I, i originally did pure master cleanse for you know, 10 days and, you know, my body shifted a lot, but now I kind of mix it together. Uh, you know, I, I do master cleanse by itself and I've written a lot about it in several of my books, but, um, you know, I've been a supporter of that, but again, it's not right for everyone, but now I do master cleanse in the morning and then I'll do some fresh juice. I might do a vegetable broth. Uh, I do green powders. I tell them I do a red powder. There's some really good, high-quality, you know, organic, raw, you know, powders that you can put into your drinks. So when I – because, you know – when you I've I've water fasted one time I was out in out in the desert uh, for four days you know with four gallons of water that was, that was it you know but I think people they can't function I like to coach people and support them in detox and cleansing while they're still functioning in their life while they're going to work while they're taking care of kids they're going to school whatever it is because it's doable when you incorporate lifestyle changes 
in your day-to-day life, they really hold. When you go off to a spa somewhere and do something and you come back to your life, you're re-stimulated with all the things that you're, you know, you're used to do. So I think it's really important. But, you know, in the right, in the right situation, you know, juice cleansing for, I would say, minimum of three to five days, even up to 10 to 15 days for people with, you know, who have extra to give, extra to lose, you know, is the right, right, you know, potentially very healing process. Nice, Dr. Huss. Now, before we wrap up, because we have almost run out of time already, I'd love to you to talk a little bit about your seasonal approach because, you know, obviously we talk a lot about paleo and, and what's natural and, uh, and you know, taking a seasonal approach seems to be such a natural way of eating and a way that we evolved eating. And, uh, and I think we have lost touch with that so much with all our modern transport and facilities and supermarkets and those sort of things. So can you tell us about why you think the seasonal approach is so important and what benefits people can see from taking well, the seasonal it was, approach? Yeah, yeah, thank you for asking that. It was basically the insight I had, you know, during the 70s when I was studying nutrition and natural remedies and uh, and, and, her, and herbal medicine and Chinese traditional Chinese medicine. The idea came from that. But, it's, you know, it's a, it's a natural medicine approach, too. Eat locally, eat seasonally, and that's gotten, that's the simplest message about nutrition that we, that we really have. And I've had a number of integrative practitioners and doctors in, in, in the U.S. anyways say that message is still the simplest. People are saying, are not connected in that. Hippocrates said it way back. The beginning quote I have in my Staying Healthy with the Seasons book is whoever wishes to investigate medicine should examine the seasons of the year and what effects they have on us. And so when you look at, you know, traditional Chinese medicine and the elemental balance, you know, we, we adapt that way. You know, basically what nature provides us is, you know, foods that balance off the climate. So when, and when it's hot, you know, summertime when it's hot and dry often, could be hot and wet, you know, you have juicier fruits, melons, you know, things that are more cooling in the body. You know, in the wintertime, you have to eat foods that are a little richer, that require more heat to prepare, you know, you know, maybe more protein, a little heavier diet, so that you fuel. Think of food as your body's fuel. And, you know, when you, you know, if you're like a little train and you got to keep going, you got to feed, you got to, you know, you got to feed it. And that's one of my favorite songs in my Anatomics Comics CD is called the Choo Choo Train. You know, when you're hungry, please remember, like a train, go choo, choo, choo. So chewing your food is really important. You know, so, you know, that's, you know, basic idea of, you know, seasonal eating and balance that, balancing that out. But some people tend to be cold a lot. So, you know, in traditional Chinese medicine, there are, people are often suggested eat more warming food. Don't eat a lot of raw food. But if your body is a hot type and you're big and you burn, you burn heat, you can do a lot more. Like I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big guy. I can do salads. I can do juices. But a woman who's, you know, normal weight or even just slightly overweight or underweight, you know, they, then they get cold easily. When you start to do cleansing or you start to do, um, you know, too much raw food, you know, that person doesn't do that well. They get colder and they get more depleted. So that's the, you know, this is the important idea. There's no one perfect diet for everybody, but it really means tuning into who you are, maybe your heritage, what, where you live, and all these factors to kind of keep your body in balance. And that's, to me, the, you know, the essential idea for, you know, good nutrition. 
Well, thank you, Dr. Haas. It's been an absolute pleasure having you come on board and share your knowledge and wisdom and experience with us on the show. Um, I'm sure everyone's going to want to find out more about you. Um, and so obviously we can direct them towards your website, which is elsonhaasmd.com. And I'm going to spell that. So it's E-L-S-O-N-H-A-A-S-M-D.com. Um, and they can find you on social media as well. So uh, on Facebook at Elson Haas MD and on Instagram at Dr. Elson Haas. So thank you so much for coming on board and sharing with us today, mate. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Stay healthy, everybody. Thank you. And so for everyone else, until next week, join the conversation on Facebook. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Join our, join our newsletter list at thatpaleoshow.com and let's help grow the paleo tribe worldwide. Join us next week on That Paleo Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.